right that was something i sure hope it sounds good i don't know <laughs> i'll trust your keen editing oh so you what are... did you call me what do you got what do you got who are you who are you i'm mike i'm craig and here we are with uh one two, episode three, four, five six seven eight nine ten oh, we're counting people guests. in the room with us um 11, 11 people in the room with us it's gonna be like a Do clown. I need to oh, it's gonna be like down? a clown car. They just gonna keep coming in. <laughs> got twelve people in there, actually. I missed you, sir. They're in the way in the back. Uh-oh. Thirteen. Oh, oh. Well, somebody's got to leave unless you can get a fourteenth person, Chris. We can't have thirteen audience members. <laughs> come in, come in, Chris. Come in, come in. <laughs> um, yeah, we are here at Andocon for the third time, fourth time, fourth time. <laughs> Sorry. Do we need to write this down? <laughs> Probably. Okay. Clearly. Clearly, we need to write this down. Um, the fourth <laughs> um, time. And uh, we've got a bunch of people in the room here. We are going to talk to some of them. Um, some of them are designers. Some of them we may be just talking to attendees about what they're geeking out on, about what they're doing at the convention. We're going to hope to talk to some organizer person or two at some point to talk a little bit about how the con is doing. It's back after being gone for a year, everybody. Yay! Yay! Woo-hoo! <laughs> um, and uh, everything's rock and roll along. It's Saturday afternoon. Everything's good. And um, this episode of the Nerdburger Podcast is Epis- sponsored by Nerdburger Games because I have an actual, honest-to-goodness game that is done that we're going to give away a couple of copies of. <laughs> Woo! What's that called? That's Murders and Acquisitions. I brought copies from my stash, <laughs> from my Nerdburger shelves where I've just got books stacked up. Um and uh, we've got a bunch of other stuff to give away. We're going to do a little audience participation kind of stuff. Maybe some trivia. Maybe a scavenger hunt. <laughs> um, and uh, news and whatnot stuff, too. We got a little bit. We'll talk a little bit about, let's see, what's, what do we got going? What's in the news right now, Mike? What's news? Any, well, any interesting geek stuff? In Nerdburger news. Oh, yeah, yeah. This is episode 260, which... If you divide that by 52, that's, that's which a is five. How, how many weeks is that in a year? 52. 52. In a week. 52 so in 260 divided by 52 is, is five. exactly five. Exactly five. 5.00. 5. This, zero this zero is the five-year anniversary. It is. If and you that's, go by that's, weeks. And this why, right. And that's why Andocon chose this weekend. Right? <laughs> <laughs> because we could do the fifth anniversary. No. No, I just this is where he got a good deal and he got a venue and everything happened. Um, but this is actually, yeah, this is the five-year anniversary of a podcast that started as a lark of a conversation on email between Mike and I. It started because I was bored. <laughs> and eventually, they, it went back and forth about like what we might do, and it was all hypothetical. And there was the point, I like to tell the story, where Mike said, and this is where it, <laughs> he made the mistake, he said, I'll do all the technical stuff, you just show up and be funny. And <laughs> 260 episodes of editing later. Um, I am a broken man. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's rocking and rolling. We're at five years. I don't see any reason to stop in the near future, considering you bought new equipment and uh, something else that we'll be debuting a little bit later in the episode. I'm looking at it right now. I'm looking at it. It's sitting right oh, there. Right. It's, a, it's a, like a five or six-piece thing. 
If you count <laughs> these two pieces, it's six, yes. Um, and also, this is day four of more Nerdburger news. Day four of the Capers Kickstarter for my second game, which is funded in six hours, hit a stretch goal a day later, hit the other. The second stretch goal this morning, I got up. I, my, 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 con- my convention roommate listened to me leave. I woke him up. As I went out to uh, with my laptop to post an update to let everybody know, hey, second stretch goal hit. Here's the third stretch goal. We're moving forward. Um, there's 26 or whatever days to go. Um, 205%. I'm at 205% <laughs> funded. Um, so that's rolling along. If uh, here's, here's the deal, folks in the audience right now. Um, some of you have already backed, and for that, I thank you. And you will be receiving all the things that come from the podcast or come from the uh, from the game in the in the Kickstarter. If there's anybody here in this room right now who backs the Kickstarter right now during this podcast, I will give you a physical copy of the preview edition of the game, which otherwise you would have to wait until the end of the Kickstarter to be able to even see. So, um, smartphones, <laughs> if you feel like it, um, look for capers on Kickstarter. Give me a high sign if you back it. <laughs> it's 15 bucks. We'll get you the PDF, all the support materials, however big the game book gets, whatever else gets put into it. Um, you'll get a discount code for the uh, to get the book at cost later when it's available. So you'll pay like, you know, seven bucks or 12 bucks, depending on whether you want a soft cover or a hard cover. Um, there's a discount code to get a deck of playing cards because the, the game uses playing cards, not dice. So there's a themed deck of playing cards. You can play with any playing cards. You don't need this deck of playing cards. Um, I didn't bring a deck of the playing cards along. Oops. Oh. Solid pre-production, Craig. Um, so that's that. So if you uh, if you back, let me know. I'll give you a free book. How um, quickly can uh, Drive Through RPG print those up and ship them to you here? Uh, <laughs> not today. Darn it, <laughs> Chris. Uh, yeah. Got any pull on that? that? Yeah, Chris, come on <laughs> up here. We got. We'll, real quick, we'll throw somebody on the mic. Get going on this. Um, Chris Tang from Drive Through RPG. Everybody. Woo! Thanks, everyone. Uh, so uh, card printing is a little bit different from book printing, but typically if you order standard shipping and you're in the U.S., uh, the process of printing itself takes two to three days, and then shipping takes somewhere between three to five days. Um, on average, we're talking about a week anywhere in the U.S., but usually a maximum of two weeks. So the answer is we will not get a deck of cards shipped to us during the podcast right now. This, and mes- and this I message knew- has been brought to you by Drive Through RPG. <laughs> and I knew Thank you, you were sitting out there, and I still asked the question, just thinking it was a joke, and we got an answer. How about that? <laughs> um, so that's that. Uh, that's 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 Nerdburger news, I guess, right? Yes, it is. Anything else? Anything happen? Anybody want to shout something out? What's the geeky stuff that happened recently? Everybody knows about uh, Mark Hamill, right? Yeah, the Mark Hamill, uh, who plays Luke Skywalker, the star, who? the star of Star Wars, finally got a freaking star on the Walk of Fame um, on Thursday, this past Thursday. Yeah, R two D two C three PO and Darth Vader, the characters, have had, had a star stars. for decades now. Sure, twenty years something forever. They've been they've yeah. R two D 2s roller wheels are stuck in you know stuck in that cement. Or no, it's, that's that's they might have it. Might not be the walk the start the walk of it. Might be the ground the hand Chinese the theater or whatever Chinese it's called. Theater, now. Yeah, the way they put the handprints in there and everything because it's like C three PO's you know metal feet are, are in the cement and R two D 2s little roller wheels. Kenny Baker rolled him up and <laughs> rolled him back out. 
So it's yeah, it's not like a footprint, right? It's probably just like a like it's like lines of wheels. Yeah. <laughs> Did he run donuts? Do you think? <laughs> R2, can R two D two do donuts in sure. wet cement? <laughs> and then he could have fired off his rockets and just lifted himself right out of it, <laughs> like they retconned into the previous movies. Um, yeah. So Mark Hamill, everybody, thank you. Finally, um, anything else that you got bouncing in your head? That's actually current. Yeah. Did you hear about? People's uh, 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 Amazon Echoes and Alexa, <laughs> how she just starts like that, an evil laugh out of nowhere for so no what? reason. I have an Echo. <laughs> and Alexa has not been laughing at me. Is this a thing now? Is Alexa going to start laughing? Yep. Why? <laughs> they don't. It's a bug. According to Amazon, it's a glitch. Yeah. They're going now, to fix it as we by were... making you say, or no, no, they're going to make Alexa say. I will laugh now, ha ha ha, and like she's gonna announce that she laughs before she laughs. Oh, good so it's Lord. not as creepy when it happens out of nowhere. It's not as creepy. No, now now she's going to narrate her life before she yeah. laughs. <laughs> good Lord. <laughs> yeah. Well, right. That's the question because she's listening. So does she recognize sounds? Like, so if you make a joke, will she laugh? If you fall down, will she, you know, say, "Are you okay"? <laughs> Oh, it only happens if it's completely silent. Like if you're saying things, Amazon won't So I'm I'm sitting quietly in my apartment where I live alone mm-hmm. at, you know, eleven o'clock reading Call of Cthulhu stories, <laughs> and Alexa's gonna start laughing. That's pretty much what's gonna happen. <laughs> I'm gonna have to stop I'm gonna have to change my reading patterns. It's gonna have to be like <laughs> if I'm gonna be in a quiet room, it's gonna have to be like fun reading. I can't read any like scary anything now because Alexa's going to start laughing. <laughs> Jeez. Um, or you could just turn off your echo. Or I could just get rid of the echo. All right. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think Carol's here. When you got, Carol, would you want to come up here on the microphone, please? Is this, this is Carol from the, uh, from AndoCon. Ando is, Ando himself is in the midst of uh, beating stuff up in a pretend world and rolling dice. Um, so we have, uh, one of the other organizers here. Hello, Caro. Welcome. Hi. How's everything doing? Who are, who are you and what do you do here? Wow. That was like a daddy daycare reference, right? <laughs> Who's your daddy? What do you do? Um, <laughs> well, who is my daddy and what does he do? <laughs> um, my name is Caro and I am this year the executive director under Andocon. So I help create all the programming here at the convention and, the um, two directors that we have over gaming and RPG, they report to me. Um, I've been working in conventions for 16 years. I am a track director at Dragon Con. I run the Brit uh, track there, so I've been doing that for the past 11 years. Um, and worked at different conventions here and there. So um, I was actually playing Pathfinder with Luke, Luke Campbell, <laughs> trying out Pathfinder Society and... They were like, hey, he needs somebody, and you're really good at organizing stuff, and you <laughs> like this kind of stuff. And I was you like, yes, I do. You and, sucker. Right? And, <laughs> um, and I also LARP, so um, I do that with my husband at Nero. So I'm doing that for the past couple of years. And he was like, this is right for Rally. And I was like, sure. So I'm here now. And you've been making Ando's life a little less hectic. So we appreciate that. We really do. Because Ando deals with a lot of crap, as we've all seen. 
um, those of us who have been helping organize. I was, I myself have been a little more closely involved in organiza- organization beforehand. During the con, I'm running my own stuff and whatnot, but like beforehand. And I, I've gotten to look at how the sausage is made. <laughs> um, so anybody wants to uh, you know, start talking smack about how certain things were handled here, um, I'll talk to you. I'll <laughs> happily talk to you because it's a lot more. I mean, I knew it was complex. I had no idea. Um, the, the, the cat wrangling that goes on yes, to make a convention, even a convention of this size happen. Yeah. Um, and, and, and done by the people involved for the sheer love of it. Because um, you're, you're getting paid, right? I'm getting paid. <laughs> no. No, no. Nobody's getting paid for nothing. There's Mike, are you getting paid? No the payment. entire no. table here is not getting paid. <laughs> um, shut up, Chris. Chris <laughs> is like, I'm getting paid. Um. So how's everything going at the con? We're good to go. Going really I looked in well. the in the in the gaming rooms. It's they're pretty full. Yeah, I know. It's almost like we need them to like build us a room, an extra room <laughs> off of the gaming room. So um, we ended up moving some overflow to another another room on the fly, um, which is exciting because we love having people here and enjoying the love of gaming because that's what we're here for. Do we have any idea on the numbers? Um, I would say I'm taking a guesstimate. Do not take my word on it. I'd say we have at least a hundred, if not a little bit more than that, people here in attendance right now. At so. at, at this time, but at then this there's, time, there's people who are coming tomorrow who are only here yesterday who might be out for lunch right now. Just if you walk around, just doing a head count, there's there's easily over a hundred. I mean, oh, just yeah. the, the the board game room alone is is literally full. It's yeah. like you know, count every chair in there, and then go to the RPG room and count nearly every chair in there, and then go to three different panel rooms. Um, and you know, frankly, I count all the people who are volunteering and stuff too, because they're they're sometimes going to do you know they 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 might volunteer for a while, but then they go play games and do stuff too. So they're attendees as well as helping yeah. um, with running the con. So they're, yeah. they're just you know they're just getting their badge <laughs> for doing stuff. Um, so yeah, cool. We're good. We're good. We're solid. Um, what yeah. do we want to do? What do we want to talk about next, Mike? I don't know. Really Carol, any questions? Anybody have any questions for Carol? Did you want to? Grill the mind. Complaints can be directed to my assistant. <laughs> Who's your assistant? I don't have one. <laughs> <laughs> okay, go out and nice. find I don't have one. Yeah. And ask your questions to I don't have one. Um, we're, I'm really excited about our program. We've got a lot of stuff going on that's a little bit different this year. People are usually coming here for the gaming itself, so we've expanded to include actual panel programming, um, and it's, it's I think it's pretty solid. Um, later on today, I'm really excited. I hope people show up. <laughs> Because I'm doing uh, Minute to Win It games, and I've hosted them before. It's They're really silly. They're super fun. Um, things like um, there will be, like, on this table in front of us will be a series of cups, and you have to blow up a balloon and push them off with the air. Um, push push a cup from one side of the table to the other side of the table. Um, um, bounce a tennis table or ping pong balls into into cups and try to make it and it's 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 silly but it's fun and it's competitive and four prizes obviously and it's at 10 o'clock tonight in here um so that'll be really fun and the rest of our programming is posted on our website on andocon.org um it is a live update so if you see things suddenly change that's me going in there and editing things or blocking out stuff that's already occurred and gray and that kind of stuff so it's it's pretty good as far as all of our people and we're super excited about our uh, guests that are here this weekend. We've got some awesome people. This some of them are in the room right now. Right? Yeah. <laughs> so we're super excited, and they've got some amazing things going on, and they're giving away stuff, and they've just graced us with their time. So, um, you know, I know that you know Chris Miller is one of the people who I'm excited that's here. So he's got some stuff that 
Yeah, Chris is roaming around. He's got Encore Kingdom of the Gods that he's looking to. He's running, you know, running demos when he can. It's on. It's for sale in the uh, in the dealer hall. Mm-hmm. Um, he's floating around. He's doing a few panels. Um, I'm not sure where he is right now. Hmm? And he's got a Kickstarter going right now for our, a, for an expansion to Encore, um, which is uh, the, the game is based out of uh, like ancient. What is it? What is it called? <laughs> It's like Mesopot- ancient Mesopotamian, like Middle Eastern stuff, but it's it's uh, and it's like thousands of years ago. But it's the uh, the alien. What is it called? Alien. Um, ancient alien theory. Sure. Um, and there's like so there's there's weird science fiction elements. Encore, yeah. Yeah, and it's yeah, it's like it's but it's 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 in, in part based on ancient alien theory, where the idea that you know we have been visited, <laughs> um, in in the ancient past. Right, and so his the, the the expansion is building out Africa and Egypt, you know, in in Egypt in particular, but Africa to an extent as well. So he's he's exploring more of that world, and you know, so it's like ancient civilizations with weird science fiction stuff going on, and um, it's a it's an interesting little mashup. Um, I'm not sure if he's going to swing by here, so that's the pimping for that. Yeah, <laughs> right. Um, because there's a lot of people who are in the midst of doing things, so we're trying to rope some people onto the mic at some point during the podcast. We can't necessarily get everybody, so we're Doing what we can. Um, mm-hmm. Are we good? Yeah, we're you good. You want to get back to go your Marie. duties? Cool. <laughs> duty. Um, <laughs> duty. But thank you so much for being here. I said duties. <laughs> hey, a drum set. I, I did not realize you had that over there. <laughs> That's magic right there. Um, that is brand new to the podcast. Really? First, That is the first drum set. You were our podcast. first. It's a real thing, guys. It's not like pre recorded. It's an actual. We've been doing that for five years. Drum. Now we have an honest to goodness. "Quote unquote" drum set. Yep, <laughs> and and it was for a poop joke. Thank you very much. You're... Okay. All right. Well, thank you so much for your time and for everyone being here. And I hope to po- hopefully see people tonight. And if you have any complaints, again, find my second. Thank you. <laughs> thank you, Caro. <laughs> um, do you have any place you need to be? Okay, you're hanging around. Um, do we have any suckers that want to get up on the microphone with us? <laughs> you got some place to be, Chris? Chris, come on up. Chris, again, everybody. Chris Tang. Oh, come on. <laughs> I, I appreciate just the pity. because I it's his second the, time. I appreciate the pity claps. Thank you. <laughs> Welcome back. Thank you. It's great to be back here on Nerd Burger Podcast. It feels like forever since last time I was with you guys. <laughs> um, Chris, who are you? Uh, I'm Chris Tang, America's sweetheart. Um, <laughs> no, but uh, I'm better known as uh, Chris with Drive Through RPG. I work in publisher relations. So if you're a customer, if you've bought a lot of PDFs from us, first of all, thank you. Uh, but you probably may have never interacted with me personally, uh, unless you put in a complaint that required, uh, or or a question that required going through a rule book in in intense detail. In which case, you might have talked to me. But I mostly work with publishers. Uh, I work with uh, in publisher relations along with a few other people. Uh, so my job is to work with publishers both to use our site, like, hey, I'm looking for, how do I do this on your site? How do I advertise? How do I put up a banner? How do I put in for deal of the day? Sort of guiding on people using the site. But I also work with people in terms of advertising off-site, uh, crowdfunding management, uh, and talking to people about uh, what I, you know, sometimes what I say is, let's talk about where you're at right now and what you're doing and where you want to be and how we get you there. 
for the record, um, Chris is my publisher rep. He's also, no, you're on the other tier there. Aloy's above us <laughs> with a different publisher rep. Um, but yeah, uh, I, I actually got to know that Chris lives in the area because we had to go to Midwinter con- yeah, we <laughs> Gaming Convention in Milwaukee for me to learn that my publisher rep lives 15 miles from me. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> we were up there talking and he's like, so where are you here from? I was like, Atlanta. He's like, specifically where i said marietta he's like i'm practically your neighbor yeah <laughs> so he i picked his brain over lunch one day and, and found a lot of things that'll be useful to help uh, make nerdburger games a little better yeah um and he's he's the publisher rep for all sorts of people and i have never heard a bad thing about what you do oh well, thank you yeah and, and the job that you do i've been very happy i was originally there was uh some a woman named meredith who was my yeah meredith my is still with us she still she, works with a yeah and she was my rep when i first started and everything and when and she was great and i got i was going to get switched to to chris i got an email from meredith saying um you know some people are getting switched to chris tang and i was like oh man not the new guy <laughs> meredith has been awesome and i was like oh how's this gonna stack up and chris has been a fine um step in and has done a great job i've i never have to wait more than about a day and a half for a response on something yeah sounds about right i, I try <laughs> to do within 24 hours ideally uh, sometimes I think there's a conspiracy in the gaming industry to uh, swamp me with emails in a 24-hour <laughs> period. It kind of feels like <laughs> that way sometimes. Um, but for anybody who's listening, if you're interested in becoming a publisher on Drive Through RPG, you will be automatically assigned to me. So <laughs> <laughs> new guy. So so, you, so, so, so if, if there's anybody in the audience who's looking to create a game or uh, has something that they're looking to put on Drive Through RPG, this is the guy you're going to talk to. Hi. So here's a chance for you to actually find him at the con and pick his brain a little bit if you want want to absolutely yeah i'd be more than happy to talk to anyone uh at the con or in this room specifically uh so yeah I'm another and one listeners of... uh you can call you can you can call him uh, what's your phone <laughs> number? uh drive through doesn't pay for my phone so i don't <laughs> but you but can email him at christang69 at hotmail.com <laughs> you know i'm pretty nice. I, i'm pretty <laughs> So I one time Googled how many Chris Tangs there are in America, and uh, it's, there's a lot. So I wouldn't be surprised if one of them <laughs> has that. Everybody try to, right now, on your, on your phones, try to email. Yeah, yeah Google. <laughs> Chris Tang 69. Also, if you Google Chris Tang, you discover that apparently every university in California has a professor, Christopher Tang. <laughs> I'm not kidding. And you will forever be known as... Professor Chris Tang. Right. Right now. <laughs> From this point forward, yes. I, well, not not right. I actually did teach college for a little while, but well, uh, yeah. then even more appropriate. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah, actually, kind of stole your thunder there, Mike. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> cool. So uh, I don't know if you guys have any particular things you want to hear from me while I'm up here. You've or... answered all my questions promptly <laughs> that I've dealt with recently. Audience yeah. questions. All right, you're out of here. <laughs> anybody? No, anybody? No. Any no any questions about drive through or what I do or the gaming industry? And if you're into the game, you know, putting out a game kind of thing, um, you know, you can pick pick his brain, find him. He'll be at the con. All right. Um, well, it seems unlikely for Nerdburger uh fans because of how much uh you work with drive through and we're happy that we've been a great service to you, Craig, and I'm really happy that you're fulfilling through drive through, especially woo-hoo. since I'm a Capers backer. Yeah. All right. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so uh yeah, if anybody it seems unlikely, but if anybody's listening to this, ch- check out Drive Through RPG for Nerd Burger Games, mergers and, and acquisitions, mergers and acquisitions, uh, and of course Aloy's games, also Third Eye Games. We'll be talking and, to Aloy uh, in a bit, uh, and Anker, who we mentioned earlier. Yep, and all that. So thank you, 
and we may thank have you. some other people in here too eventually. Right. But thank you, Fantastic. sir. Well, I'm gonna gotta get back to my four o'clock appointment. Go, but. go, go. Um, do we want to give something away? I'm thinking, yeah. Do we want? Uh, do we get a couple of people here who don't mind putting their voices on the internet forever, who want to play a trivia contest and win things? You can make up an alias. You don't have to be. Yeah, you, you don't have to give us your real name. I don't care what your name is. Geeky trivia. Narrow it down. It's not that difficult. <laughs> Most, much of it is not that difficult. Give it a shot, and give me a fake name so that you don't embarrass yourself. Anybody else? Anybody else? Come on up. <laughs> You're gonna have to share a microphone. Yeah. Do you two know each other? No. Okay, we'll get as close as you feel comfortable. <laughs> oh. Somebody take a photo. Somebody take a photo. No evidence. Um, I got a. Okay, so you in the hat. What's your name? Uh, well, my best name is Harry Potter. Are they good? You hearing them okay? Do we need to get right speak up on the up, microphone? They can speak up a little bit. Uh, well, my badge name is Harry Potter. So okay. You can call me that if you want. <laughs> okay. Okay. Great, because I, I know what the first question is. Let's move along. Great. <laughs> uh, you without the hat, who are you? Uh, I'm just going to go by Caleb. <laughs> okay. Caleb. That's what people call me. Caleb and Harry. So remember that. your name is, Even if these are fake names, your name is Caleb. Your name is Harry, because this is how the game works. We're going to do, I guess, what? Eh, three out of five? Got to win three out of five? Um, or th first to three. First of three questions is speed, answered. Is it speed-based? No, it's going to be one question at a time, okay, but it's okay. going to be, um, you're going to need to buzz in, and when I say Great. buzz in, it means saying your name into the microphone. Really? Your hang, hang on. What? Fourth Andocon, first time I didn't bring the buzzers. Oh, well. It's and you found, found a way to use them. Thank you. <laughs> Sorry. Um, yeah, so you just need to say Harry or Caleb. Fight over the and whoever bell? speaks whoever speaks first gets the... Uh, Gets a chance to answer. You can buzz in at any point in the middle of the question if you want. But I will stop reading. You will give, give an answer. If you are wrong, the other person gets the rest of the question. This is going to be great. <laughs> are you ready? Of course. All right, Harry and Caleb. Question one. What platform do you stand on to catch the train to Hogwarts? Harry. Harry? Platform nine and three quarters. There we go, Harry. <laughs> little claps, little claps, everybody. Oh, <laughs> uh, question two. Say your name first, because I saw you turn. You were getting ready to answer there, Caleb. I, I forgot my name for a moment too. <laughs> <laughs> um, what is Thor's weapon of choice? Caleb. And that's a hammer. A very good. Right into the microphone, everybody, please. It's a hammer. <laughs> Hammer named named Mjolnir Mjolnir Miller Majolner. I don't know how to pronounce that. Mjolnir. I think you nailed it. Majolner. Majolner. Majolner is totally right. Oh, in the Hunger Games. Oh, number thirteen. In the Hunger Games, which district does Katniss, Peeta, and Gale live in? Harry. District 12. District 12 for Harry. Uh-oh. Harry can like win with the next one. Caleb. I'm down. <laughs> you ready? Ready, Caleb? Yeah. Give him, give him a fight? Yeah. Oh. oh okay, we're not going to ask that one. We'll ask this one. <laughs> what is Iron Man's real name? Harry. Caleb. Who was first? That was Harry. I think Harry. It was Harry. 
It's Tony Stark. Tony Stark. Harry wins a game. Harry wins a game. I was really close to saying Robert Downey Jr. Just because. But well, I am Iron Man. We would have might we might have had to go to the judges, and we'll be we'll say that you guys are the judges if we ever have to go to the judges. Would you have accepted Robert Downey Jr.? Yeah. Wow. Everybody's like, all right, sure. His legal name. What's his birth name? What's his Christian name? Um. All right, so uh, Harry, come around here to the front. You want to take a look at what we've got. Um, some board games, some RPGs, a couple of coupons for, um, this is all like PDF stuff. One of them is um, Magpie Games, three games for Magpie, PDFs of them. And uh, this one is the five top bestsellers from Evil Beagle Games. Whatever the top five things are on their PDF list, their PDF sales right now. I think I'm gonna pick this tech. It says a beautiful game. <laughs> the game tech. Yes, but you've Patrick Rothfuss, who is an amazing author, created this game, and I, I think I'm gonna. You've you played it, it before? Uh, no, but he wrote books. Well, there you go. Well, well, <laughs> if he wrote books, his games must be great. He's very right. Creative. Obviously. Are his, are his books good? Oh, fantastic. Okay, well there you go then. <laughs> it still doesn't correlate. Um, do we want to do another one? Do we want? Uh, how about how about we do this? I'll redeem myself. No, 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 no. <laughs> One question, get it right, win a game. Fair enough. Wow. Watch it do the oh. hardest. All or nothing. If it's Doctor Who, I'm not going to know. I'm just saying. Yeah, make sure yeah, you don't have to say your name this time. You don't have to say your I'm name this time, you, man, Caleb. I forgot my name multiple times. The answer must be in The Hobbit, An Unexpected Journey, who is the main leader once Gandalf has left Bilbo and the dwarves? Thorin Oakenshield. Game for you. <laughs> Come, pick a game. We have board games. We have RPGs. We I, have coupons for PDFs. I like this Addictive Alchemy. Addictive Alchemy from Dave Lupo, friend of the show, guest on the show. Thank you. Uh, that I was a, exciting. <laughs> was the, and there says, were two winners. Everybody was a winner. Well, we, yeah, we're gonna, I'm not going to completely screw. Now, those were some of the easy questions. <laughs> well, you can you can put the you can put the game back, Harry, if you don't feel you truly earned it. He's like, oh, yeah, you didn't no, mention that, it, that this well, was going to be first come first serve here. <laughs> well, the weird thing is that there's a bunch of questions on this list, and it's like there's a few in here that are like seriously hard questions. So I wouldn't ask it as the winner, you know, win answer this question just to win. Are you going to ask us the what do you think is the hardest question? Um, I can do that on the next round. Let's let's do that on the next round. I'll ask the, what I think is the hardest question on there because if you. If you don't know anything about, I mean, like, there's some of these things, like, you know, even if you haven't seen the Iron Man movies, a lot of people know Tony Stark, right? They just, they know the name because we've been doing Iron Man stuff for 10 years. And, Robert, or they know Robert Downey Jr., exactly. Yeah. And the, and the know, audience said that's okay. They really missed the bush on him. What? They missed the bush on him. They missed the, the what? <laughs> they missed the bush on him. I don't know what you're talking about. On making a reality TV show out of him when he had a had his drug problem. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they they missed the boat. They beat around the bush. Oh, they missed. That's okay. that's a joke you should get. Never mind. I'm it's sorry. funny. I'm sorry. It's uh, what's the, what's the term? Missed the bush. No, no. But there's a term for when you when you <laughs> when you mix up your when you mix up your idioms. There's a term for it. We just talked about we it. We did. And I a mala malaprop malapropism. That's not a malapropism, but it's mala oh. something. It's like oh. a, it's a yeah. Go back and listen to an old episode. <laughs> I'll do you one better, and I'll just page back through the book. Where we talked about it? It might not even in be the in notebook. There. Anyway. Um, 
What? Malif- Malifor, yeah. It's like four, a Malifor four. is a metaphor. It's like yeah. when you say yeah. when you say it's like it's it's um yeah, we'll burn that bridge when we get to it. <laughs> yeah, where you take two things, two two uh, um, phrases that kind of mean the same thing, two two, uh, and then you you mix the words up on them. Um, there was a Yogi Berra thing. If you ever go go look for Yogi Berra quotes, that's right. That's all he he spoke in nothing but Malifors. <laughs> that's the you know, that's one of the weird things about doing this show for as long as we have, and as ev- every single Jeez. week. Um, I don't. I the the line between what we talked about, what I read anywhere else on the <laughs> internet, or what I talked about with anyone else, or what I saw on TV is gone. It's disintegrated. It's it doesn't exist. I have no idea. Like that thing, it sounded like something we talked about. <laughs> exactly. I and I remind and him was. on the sh- I remind him on the show every so often. We talked about this like two and a half years ago, and he's like, "I'll take your word for it." <laughs> And you've listened to the episode. Well, you maybe haven't listened to the episodes more than me, but you at least you listen to them to edit them. So, I maybe listen to them closer than you do. Yeah, not always. Not necessarily more often, because I like listening to my own voice. So I occasionally go back and listen to old episodes. I usually review the last time somebody was on before a guest is going to be you, on. I go back. So you like to tell me, um, hey, uh, you know, so and so dropped dropped an S bomb and you missed it. You didn't bleep it <laughs> yeah, out. Like a week after the episode's been up for you. Yeah, that's helpful. <laughs> you know what though? Um, then the, the the episode that I spent the most time on probably than the first one, <laughs> right? Was the Ivan Van Norman because that was kind of a big deal. Oh sure. So you made sure that you was <laughs> like, that I'm not going to screw anything up with this and. Um, I actually went on vacation that weekend <laughs> between recording it and, and putting it up. Right. And so I listened to it in the car and I'm like, oh crap. I'm writing, I'm, you know, writing Furiously down the writing times. Down. I missed like four things in the first run. I had <laughs> yeah, to edit we, it twice. We, let, we, 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 we just kind of let him go and he F-bombed a few times and we tried to. It wasn't it, even that nice. bad. It was just like, Uh-oh. I don't know. Uh-oh. Hey. We've got an open microphone and some people just walked in. Let's go. Let's get him up here, everybody. Sean Patrick Fannin. He has a limited amount of time because he's got to get back to a game. Thank you, Craig. Appreciate it very much. Hello. Welcome, sir. So, uh, for freedom. (laughs) Okay, let's try that again. For freedom. For freedom. All right, you guys get it now. All right. So, uh, thank you guys very, very much. I appreciate it. I'm just popped down for the big event we're doing upstairs. I got Ando here with me. Uh, We've been playing Freedom Squadron uh, while we've been launching the Kickstarter. And I can report at this time that as I walked out the door, we were at seven thousand forty dollars, which is uh, less than a thousand dollars to our funding goal of eight thousand. So, whoop! And this thing has gone crazy viral, and it's just going to keep going. So, fun the first day, and then see what happens for the next twenty-nine days from here. I'm pretty excited about that. <coughs> These guys are having a great time. Tell me what you think, Andrew. Oh, it's it's been a really great game so far. We've had uh, a lot of epic moments. We've had, uh, I mean, of course, we've also had the agony of defeat here and there. But uh, overall, we're, you know, I mean, just it, it's just it, it's a lot of fun. We've uh, we've been over the top. Uh, one of my personal favorite highlights of my experience so far was uh, I literally drifted a double-barreled tank. Um, I'm still trying to process that. Yeah, d- uh, double barrel tank. I drifted it, and then I was carrying my teammate who uh, did who did a flying roundhouse kick uh, off of the tank to finish off the one that I had bumped by uh, the the enemy I had bumped with the tank. So yeah, epic moments <laughs> like that. 
Yeah, that's that. That <laughs> it has been absolutely wild. And the thing is, it's all using what we call the plans and operations rules, which means we've not done any of the typical tactical miniatures on the board, having to roll, take turns. This is all through a uh, combination of, of, of shared storytelling and, and, and player-empowered narrative mixed with challenge cards and uh, uh, you know, support and, and team lead and uh, uh, dramatic task resolutions. So, so my elements of, of Savage Rules gameplay that tend to always be secondary, but in this case, this has been the primary experience so far. Now they're about to enter the big boss battle, which the, you know, the characters who are like, oh my god, with heavy machine guns <laughs> and all, are going to be able to like, oh, I'm chewing up Venom soldiers. <laughs> but all of the special agents and covert, you know, the ninjas and spies and interaction specialists all got to do amazing, important things to get them here. So we've had that complete experience with everyone engaged. So how's the show going, guys? Wow. It's going well. <laughs> it was looking a little sparse there for a little while, but a couple people went out there and started just grabbing people by the ears and hauling them in here. We gave away some stuff. We've got more <laughs> stuff to give away. Um, Ando, mm -hmm. how about the con? Carol is in here talking about the con a little bit. Mm -hmm. um, do you have a little bit of something you want to share? She kind of covered like how things have been going, what what the numbers look like, and um, how do they look? Um, well, yeah. I mean, we're, right now, like if you just went around and did a head count, actually, I saw Waller in here with he with was counting us. He was well, doing yeah. the count in here. Yeah, I've been getting so we've been might... getting text of the counts of. Okay, so do we? Right. Do you have a more accurate number? Did somebody send you something recently? Uh, fairly recently, as of, let's see, when was that? As of 3.45, so about 15 minutes ago. Um, and this is broken down by room, but there were 41 people playing RPGs. There were 59 people in the game room. That's 10 100. in the dealer area. That's 100 plus all the other rooms. Yeah, 10 so, in the yeah, dealer, well uh, 16 like in here, uh, 8 just kind of out and about in the hall, 11 over in the showcase room, and then the 14 of us up in the uh, private gaming. So, so yeah. that's 150 plus, yeah. Yeah. So at, nice. at, at a given at, time, at the same there time. may be more this yeah. evening when people come you know yeah. just for the evening or some people are out at lunch and yeah so they're it's always a fluctuating but as far as other stuff amorphous go, number as far as other stuff going on with the convention of course we had a we had a, a, a i mean of course fridays are always a little on the slow side but we actually had a, a maybe a small but a very dedicated group yesterday coming in in the evening um i had a an emotional uh, opening ceremonies which i also would like to say was uh you know i've, I've had four other times to do uh, to deliver an opening ceremony speech and it's always been relatively sparsely attended just because you know most people come to play the games but today actually or yesterday actually had pretty much the entire room was packed with people um, which was great because i did have you know kind of the big you know emotional stuff announcement on that because so. because we were happy to have you back and that's well, why the room was packed full we missed you well i'm glad to hear that <laughs> I, I mean i miss doing it too like I, it's not like i had a, a great love of having to take last year off so but uh, you did it for health care indeed and, and for self-care that's, that's good and it just made me get to come back better and, and stronger. So yeah. I just want to say that I've, I'm extremely pleased to be here. Uh, a lot of people were like, well, you know, you're launching a Kickstarter. Why would you leave Denver where you've got your core team? Which, by the way, my core team back in Denver is about to, is setting up and running games right now and, and big-time support. But I did it because Andocon was such an amazing, beautiful time. And <clears throat> this is where I grew up, guys. I grew up in the Randa City. So getting back to the roots and, and doing it here, there's a, there's a significant uh, emotional context there for me. Plus, it turns out now I got Eddie Webb writing for me, so that that doesn't suck. <laughs> oh either, man, so. <laughs> your game is gonna suck. Man, uh, no, well, oh no, playing. no, crap! Uh, well, I know, Eddie likes me, and, and Eddie's up <laughs> in there playing with us. He's up. Yeah, in yeah, the I know, I know. I'd like to have him down here, but <laughs> you got him up there playing, so yeah, that's well, he's, okay. And he's playing a ninja. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> nice. Celtic ninja, as a matter of fact. So, 
Uh, yeah, so thanks, guys. It's yeah. just been fantastic. And, uh, you know, I think this is really cool going on down here. Um, we are about to go and do the big boss battle because i got to get back up there now and do the big boss battle, which is going to be up against Venom Commander, the leader of Venom, Ouroboros, the gigantic snake dude with the double blasters, you know, disintegrating blasters. <laughs> uh, because, you know, why not? Because why not? And a whole bunch of other griff stalls, which is the weird serpent uh, men creatures. Yeah, it's going to be ugly. It's yeah. going to be real ugly. But then they got 14 commandos who are all about to earn their code names. So we got to go up and do the code name ceremony. Then we go in. Oh, that's all part of it. Excellent. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty whole, sweet. So they're not, they? they're not they're not running on code names. They're going to earn them. Yeah. The point was they 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 were nice. commando so and so right commando Petrov. That was his character. And he had a bunch of the and I said you have to earn it yeah. through the course of the adventure. So uh, <laughs> they are getting to enter the boss battle with their code names. That's their that's a big thing. We've discovered that when you let players earn their code name through the course of gameplay, that's such it's way more meaningful. There's that moment than if they just give it to their character for for their engagements. Like I fought, I got here, and now I got my code name. And so. I thought I was done writing capers where characters have nicknames. Jeez, I might have to steal that <laughs> <Yeah, no, laughs> into no. the game. Well, where you start, I, where you can play it, where you start with just like your, you know, your character's first and last name. But if you're going to earn a gangster slash super powered gangster whatever name yeah, nickname, it, it, you it you earn that is you know, at some point you can d well, develop can that as that gameplay. It does create engagement. And it can help because, you know, when I went into it, I knew that that was going to be the case. And I was trying to think from the beginning about what my code name would be. And I wasn't sure. I didn't really have, a, I didn't really have much of an idea. Um, but now I do. Uh, and uh, there's a spoiler because no one else from the game except for Sean's in here. I'm actually going to be a code name Drifter, Ooh. which kind of works because of the tank drifting, but also because he's a bit of a loner. I'm the uh, not winner soldier. So basically it kind of, it's a double entendre on that one. So. Letting them earn the code name through course of play also, like you said, it come, then it evolves organically from what the characters actually did. So somebody may start a game with a serious idea what their code name is but then when they're playing they're like so we had a really another great situation where a guy was like a heavy assault guy everything like that um he was like repelling in this is a different game but he was repelling in and he was throwing grenades around and he was saying party favors and that was it that was his code name so. and he was actually had like he was like i was going to be hard gun but no party favors work so yeah, that works out really really well so, like I said, I got to get up there. Get What's your code, code name? Party favors. But uh, thanks, thanks very much, Craig. And, You're uh, welcome. Appreciate you guys very much. Thank you, Sean. Thank you. Thank you, Ando. Go take Venom out. Oh, by the way, I'm running a Kickstarter. What is what is what? Yes, uh, check it out. Um, basically, yeah. If if you dig, if you if you dug GI Joe, old school, that you know the cartoon, it's it. This is uh, that game is a uh, an RPG for uh, for Savage Worlds based off of a card game um, that is effectively you know GI Joe ish. It's it's that game without having to pay anybody any money. <laughs> um, so it's that kind of action. Yeah, it, uh, lots of uh, laser blasts at other people and all the bad guys jump out of the tanks before the tanks blow up, which is very important to teach kids. <laughs> that really? Lasers don't kill people. You can't die in that game. <laughs> I don't know. I don't ask. think that's right. <laughs> um, Aloy left. We'll see oh. if we can rope him back in. He might have had to do, do something. Um, anybody else? He didn't wanna... leave his stuff. Yeah. He, oh, he left his stuff. Okay. Somebody want to move it? <laughs> Seriously, Larry, move his stuff. We can hide it under the table. Put it back. Here. Put it back by Charlie. <laughs> Charlie's uh, uh, videoing us here. Just go put it back under, put it back by the table by Charlie, um, and when and when Aloy comes Aww. back in and starts looking around, when when Aloy comes back in and starts looking around and asks where his stuff was, hey Aloy's back. Well, look at that. Hey, where'd you Check go? Check that out. Just had to. <laughs> did you have to use the little boys' room? Hey, what? <laughs> What's the matter? 
It's back by Charlie. <laughs> we were going to have a much more complex jest, but you when walked you came in back literally as we were discussing it. <laughs> <laughs> it's safe. Charlie's got it. Um, uh-oh. I see purple hair, and purple hair has brought someone or something. <laughs> what, what do we got? Escape read, dude. Come up here. Um, if you listen to the show or you know Ando, you know that he works at a place called The Escapery, and this is one of the owners of The Escapery who's going to tell us all about it. Yes. Hi, everyone. My name is Mark Simmons. Uh, me and my wife, April, we own The Escapery. And um, do I have this at the correct volume for my mouth? You're good. Awesome. Excellent. <laughs> correct uh, volume for my mouth. Yes. Episode. If this wasn't ep- Endocon Live, or that's, an, like that's definitely subtitle? an alternate. Yeah, okay. yeah. <laughs> alternate title. <laughs> yeah, my uh, wife and I... Um, we're just normal corporate job people had a, you know, just had a baby. We're kind of at that point in our life where we were say, do we want to just keep doing this? Do we want to do something different? And I went and did some escape rooms when I lived in Nashville and fell in love with it. And somebody said, well, why don't you open your own? So I went to my wife and I said, how about we cash out every bit of our retirement, our savings, sell our house, sell everything we have. That's and go put always it in a business. great idea. <laughs> and she says, sure, why not? Um, so, uh, that was, that was, uh, God, that was probably the beginning of 2015, and here we are uh, about the same three years later. We've been in business for two years. Uh, we have an escape room company in Marietta, um, just south of Kennesaw Mountain, across from the, the big roadway contractor, C.W. Matthews. From those uh, of you outside the city, that's Marietta. And Marietta. <laughs> uh, it has been an exciting experience opening uh, our own business, especially an escape room. And it's allowed us to employ some really cool people like Ando and Katie May and a lot of the other folks that we have now. Um, I think we're up to maybe 17 employees now, I think. So it's really been a crazy uh, ride for us. We just opened our fourth room in... December and for the record, these are four rooms all currently. Yes, they run concurrently, and they yeah, all... they have not they have not shut down a room yet. No, no. In fact, we're going to probably have six rooms before we need to start stopping and recycling because uh, we have a pretty big space. So it's been a lot of fun. Um, I, of course, uh, it's not making enough money to feed my family, so I have a full time <laughs> job um, working for the city of Marietta as an engineer. And uh, my wife. Wait, hold it. Sorry. What kind of engineer? I am a civil engineer. Okay. Is, is that a, is that pass the test? <laughs> well, I just hate it when people say I'm an engineer. Okay, unless you're driving trains, that's true. You're a kind yeah. of engineer. Yes. <laughs> I am a like transportation engineer, and I do exciting things like uh, go to meetings about resurfacing and changing out traffic signal lights. Really exciting things like that for the city of Marietta. Um, Are your CAD drawings all in feet and? In the wrong scale for architects to use. Uh, yeah, yeah, you're sitting at the table with two architects oh, yeah, right yeah, now, yeah, and course. I really don't oh, want you on the microphone course. any yeah, longer I mean, than necessary. Architects make really pretty drawings, and then engineers and other people, we build those things. Um. <laughs> Whoa, hey, hey, Clappy. <laughs> Bring it down. No prizes for you. We did, we did always joke about the architecture students uh, when we were at Georgia Tech. And uh, they would all just be like, we have our RA was an architect, and we saw him maybe three times during the yeah. entire semester. You saw him at all? Yes. That's uh, amazing. Just, just kind of in Did passing. Did he flunk out? I don't know. I don't know if he finished, actually, <laughs> now that you say that. Welcome to Architecture Talk here on Nerdburger. Cue yeah. Homer Simpson. So oh, it, boring, uh, everyone. Getting back to the exciting stuff about the uh, escape room stuff. It is We're a, um, sorry you're an engineer. 
It's okay. You have to you do know, that still. It, you know, it's funny because I never used anything I learned in engineering until I opened an escape room. <laughs> really? <laughs> Literally nothing. I've been doing construction management. I used almost, I, one time I used the ideal gas law to determine how much natural gas we were using at a fueling station because the pumps were broke and we weren't legally not allowed to tell them that they were broke because they could charge us money for them. So I had to reverse engineer how many therms we were using. You dork. Exactly. <laughs> and that's otherwise that's it. But yeah, now I actually get to go, oh, well, I learned, I did take statics, and I do remember how the force of, um, you know, forces work and moments work, and I actually use my engineering knowledge now. Good. Yeah, we don't. <laughs> we just pretend to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I know enough about various types of engineering to be dangerous, but not ha- ever, like, have to know enough to like be financially and oh, yeah, yeah. legally my, liable for anything. My PE is purely decorative. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, we got uh, what else? Uh, uh, anything? What's the new room? The uh, it's called Seance. You uh, are a group of people who have gone to a, a historical home for the anniversary of the death, uh, mysterious death of a young woman a long time ago who lived in the house with her family, and then suddenly a spirit appears and begins telling you you must solve her murder. And you are given one hour to find out how she died. Or you will be entombed in the room forever with yes, her. Yes, you may never escape. And then they will have to build another room, right? Because that's mm-hmm. it. You're just going well, we, to stack up You can't recycle like that cardboard. one. You we can't have a hole that. in the back that we've been trying to fill for years now. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> well, thank you, guys. I appreciate your time to jump in here and tell us a little about it. Uh, go to theescapery.com if you want to book a room or learn more. Yay. Yay. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Thank you. We're 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 uh we're videoing, right, Charlie? No, he ran. No, we're battery. not. Oh crap! Okay, that was that. I had a visual thing, but we'll skip it. Um, <laughs> Why don't you describe the visual thing? What it would have been? I was going to find eight people, and we were going to do a rock paper scissors tournament for a prize. <laughs> Why can't we? Can still we? do that. <laughs> sure, let's do it real quick. Um, I need other than the people that won previously. Everybody. Raise your hand. <laughs> you already won. Any, anybody else just want, knows how to play rock, paper, scissors? Raise your hand. And we need eight people. I see five, six. Six. Anybody else? Seven. seven. One, per, one more person want to play rock, paper, scissors? There we go. There we go. Eight. All okay. right. Everybody who just raised their hand, stand up. Find a buddy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Of course, the two guys farthest away from each other were the ones that... See, now, oh, we, should, we, we could have been recording on our phones. I'm an yeah, idiot. Uh, well, okay, well. Um, we're going to do, do it like this. We're going to do one, two, three, shoot. So don't shoot on three. One, two, three, shoot. We'll do it all together. And uh, honor system, because I can't watch all of you at the same time. Um, everybody? You watch those four, I'll watch these. Okay, four. we'll keep an eye on you people. And everybody ready? One, two, three, shoot. Um, we got some ties. Okay, loser, sit down. <laughs> I didn't mean to say it that way. I'm, I'm, I apologize. The people who didn't win. It's an accurate word. Um, we got ties. Ready? One, two, three, shoot. One more loser sits down. <laughs> and another tie. Oh, do those two need to play, or are they winners? Okay, they're winners. We got these guys over. These guys over here. Everybody rock. Always rock. <laughs> <laughs> Always trusty rock. Nothing beats rock. <laughs> <laughs> Poor stupid Bart always takes rock. <laughs> One, two, three, shoot. No, you guys don't play. Don't play over there. 
Okay, okay, so we got our four winners. Wow, the guy who did rock the third time won. <laughs> nice. Buddy up of the four of you. Everybody who won got a buddy up. It's single elimination, no round robins or anything like that. Everybody, uh, hands out, ready to go. One, two, three, shoot. Good enough. Rocks. These two guys, man. Nothing <laughs> <laughs> but rock. You know he's going to pick rock. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, go ahead. You, you guys count it for yourselves. Three, shoot. Oh, and they both wow. changed. Okay, we got two people left all together. Ooh, everybody, one, two, three, shoot. Both rock. Jeez. <laughs> and Charlie's on the phone taking pictures. Very good. And one, two, three, shoot. Oh, and rock wins. Where are you going, man? <laughs> Come on up. <laughs> Choose yourself a game or a coupon for some other thing, other things. Tin Goose. We're running out of board games. I hope there's people out there that like RPGs. Um, runner up. Come choose something. <laughs> we got stuff to give away, man. Yep. Pick an RPG. Pick an RPG. There we go. Hey, mergers hey, hey, and acquisitions. <laughs> <laughs> well, you could have chosen something else, Larry. He's like, one of the participants was like, yeah, I already got that one. Jeez. Aloy, come on up here. Are you on a time schedule? Okay, Dave. Okay, well, Dave, Dave, can, we can hang around. Dave can hang around. Hello, everybody. Aloy LaSanta of Third Eye Games. Hi, everybody. Everybody, come on, people. Come on. It's all right. I, I've been in the room the whole time, so it's cool. Yeah, and this, somebody took his bag away. Yeah. <laughs> While he was gone. It happens. I just gave him a side eye. It was all good. <laughs> yes, yes Dave, Dave. What's the question? Uh, Tell uh, us about the mermaid game. Okay. I'm not running any mermaid adventures here this weekend, but um, I actually wrote a, uh, a kid's game, basically, uh, when my daughter was seven. She's 14 now, so bleh. Um, <laughs> I, lo I love you. I love you, sweetie. Um, but no, so I, I wrote her a game. Uh, she was really big into Little Mermaid at the time. I'm a huge Little Mermaid fan. Uh, so I wrote up a little game uh, using black and white dice because I was playing a lot of Fiasco around that time as well. a lot of two-color uh, dice. Yeah. So I made up a game using black and white dice, and um, she really enjoyed it. And I had her friends come over for like a birthday party and ran it for all her friends, and they all enjoyed it. And I was like, I could probably publish this. <laughs> I mean, that was basically it. And then I, um, you know. Uh, hired an amazing artist named Melissa Gay, who did some really, really great art for me. And then um, I threw it together, and I threw it out there, and it was um, uh, it was nominated for Best Family Game the first year that the Innies had Best Family Game, uh, but lost to Doctor Who. Because Doctor Who's a Be family game? Because apparently it is. Okay, well, that... that apparently it's a much bigger family game. game than the game that was made for families. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> Ain't that just like a, what it's like, you know? Yeah. yeah. All right. That's. Oh. I mean, but since then, <laughs> since then, it's actually uh, that whole system that I created for Mermaid Adventures has turned into a whole other thing. It's now the PIP system, and I have a whole core book, and I have worlds coming out for it, and it's like amazing stuff. So, like that one little game seven years ago is now turned into like a whole like spiraling out of control, crazy design fiesta. Satisfied, Dave? Oh, I, <laughs> he says no. <laughs> <laughs> Nuh-uh. <sighs> I was thinking that the entire time. 
See, but I don't call it, I don't like, call it the mermaid. That's such a weird coincidence. I don't call it the mermaid Is that game. how you two bonded? <laughs> yes, over our love of mermaids. We bonded your over mermaid mermaids. games that you made for the 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 young the young for the ladies young, in your life. Yes, mer- for, for, a, for the record, I don't call car- my game the mermaid game either. <laughs> <laughs> fine, fine. Okay, uh, rock paper scissors loser. I am a loser too. I have Aww. lost. I lost uh, the initiative check on. Yeah, I, I made a card game called Ocean Party, which has fishes and whales and mermaids and all sorts of stuff in it too for my niece. I like that. There's like ten copies in the entire world. It's limited. Oh, was that edition. that game you were talking about earlier? Yeah. Oh, so you did bond. We should over talk it. about that. I'll publish it. It sounds <laughs> great. You, you, well, there is room it. for you to bond more. We'll have to talk about that. You, you want to publish it? Because <laughs> I don't want to dick around with card let's games. Talk. <laughs> let's talk. Let's talk. Seriously. Okay. It's mermaid themed. Like. Thank you, Mike. Yeah. <laughs> Dave, glory hound. Your seat is ready. Thank you, Dave. Um, um, we'll have to get artwork done because everything I, I mean, pulled off the art's internet. Art, like whatever. Art's art. I mean, <laughs> for the well, record, Beth, my artist on capers, art is not just art. Here's here's the thing, though, right? Is that I have art. That's that's the, that's the best part. Like if we if we were able to take an already existing mermaid theme game and then I threw my already existing mermaid art onto it. Oh well, crap. It, I, I mean, come on. I've known you for how long? Three I don't years? Know, four like years? A, a day? A couple of days? <laughs> well, in person, but I've known <laughs> oh, okay. you. For, we've, we've corresponded <laughs> via the emails and interwebs. For we some have time. responded via email for years. Yes. Okay. Thank you, Dave. Thank you, Dave. Mike, sorry. No. Mermaid I mean, game matchmaker Dave. I'm saying thank you, Dave. That's awesome. Okay. Um, <laughs> I'm going to show him the game design. He's going to say, that sucks. Oh, yeah. That's probably, <laughs> that might happen. I'm, I'm very picky with my game design. Um, so, yeah. Any, okay. Beyond the mermaid game. Am I supposed to like, like say who I am? Yeah. Like, who does are everybody you? know who I am? Because I'm cool with that, too. Um, well, I, I, I introduced you as... Go ahead, go ahead. Let's I don't do it remember. Again. I didn't. I wasn't really listening. Okay. Well, go go ahead and introduce yourself again. Uh, make, it'll make you feel better. I mean, everything makes me feel better. I it's, I am a loyal Santa of Third Eye Games and New Agenda Publishing. Those are my two companies. Yes, that's true. There's a second. Uh, yeah, because I have two companies because I'm a masochist. Because you're a sucker. Uh, Not sucker. Not right. So I'm Third Eye Games. Masochist definitely. Though. Third Eye Games, ten or eleven games, something like that. Um, Third Eye Games has quite a few games, uh, that, and that's basically like my personal outlet for all of my own game design uh, that I've been putting out. I'm using one, two, three, four, five, I think it's ten. ten I think it's ten games. And then, uh, and then, of course, like I'm coming out with another. I come out with like at least one new game every year. And oh, oh no, with with HPL Prep, that that makes it twelve. There you go. Yeah, my mermaid card game could be number thirteen. It could be. <laughs> it could be. And what's new agenda publishing? And then New Agenda Publishing is the company that we launched this year, 2018, um, and it's where um, I've actually partnered with a few other really talented game designers, and uh, we are trying to push uh, the industry in a certain direction. So, like, we're um, you know three black game designers owning a company, and our goal here is to uh, kind of find more designers who are from marginalized or underrepresented companies. Uh, communities excuse me um and kind of mentor them and kind of help them get their footing in the industry which is filled which, with a lot of white dudes which it, i mean it just, and there's a lot of great designers but, but there's there's a lot of voices <laughs> out there there's a lot of interesting ideas and games yeah. and experiences that could be brought to the game table that just aren't part of that and group. it's and it's not even that the that these people aren't even out there i mean because there are they oh, are plenty, they're yeah. out there and they're doing great stuff and then there's so many others who another are avenue. doing great stuff but don't get the recognition 
yep. um, because they don't have a platform. And like what I've been able to do over the last 10 years is actually build uh, a platform that I can now use to help propel other people to greatness and hopefully beyond me. I mean, and that's, that's really the goal here. I don't want people to like get up to my level. I want them to go beyond me. Because I'm really not that Who great. in this room wants to go beyond Aloy? Any show of uh, hands, anybody? Come on, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> Dave's a game designer. He wants to do well. Um, so uh, what have you been doing at the con? Oh, at the con. Other than getting a chance to hang around with me for the first time. I mean, there's that. Um, but I, I mean, I, I spoke on a couple of panels, and I've been uh, mostly just wandering and talking with amazing gamers and having a fun time. I ran a game of my game, uh, Ninja Crusade, this morning. Uh, full table. Everybody had an amazing time. There were ninjas. They were right next to me. They were loud. <laughs> um, we did not finish the campaign because everybody <laughs> went like in total different directions. Investigating well, you said, you mentioned earlier things. that they grabbed every red herring. You every, said, all right, we'll just explore all these things. Every red herring they went after it. But it was amazing, too, because I basically just ended up running it like I run my home games. And I don't care bouncing around. Like, we don't need to get to the ending. They're like, what happens? I was like, here, you, I, I just told them. I was like, yeah, you would have gone to the bad guy and be beat him up. So done. But all this <laughs> stuff, that was way more fun. Um, but I'm doing that, and then, um, you know, I'm here, uh, yeah. which is fun. And then tonight I'm running a game uh, for uh, my uh, my other game, which was really crazy, right? Because I, I wrote this game called Sins of the Father. And, like, for years I've actually been doing, like, a lot of, like, larger projects where it's, like— Any spotlight award winner, Sins of the Father. Well, no, that one—no, that, that one didn't win. Ninja Crusade won. No, 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 Spotlight Award this year. Yeah, that the was— The Judge's Spotlight thing? Yeah, that was Ninja Crusade. Mm. Don't tell me what award I won. Well, <laughs> Ninja Crusade won spotlight this year. Ninja Crusade won the, won the spotlight. Sins of the Father was nominated for best game. Oh crap! I so no, no, it's not in my notes. Leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> but that's actually the crazy thing, right? Because I've been doing all these bigger projects, bringing in lots of people and everything, and then Sins of the Father was like the first time in like years that I'd sat down and just wrote something myself. So, and it was really cool to have it like nominated for best game alongside like all these. These, I mean, I knew I wasn't going to win because the games he was up against were like, ooh, crazy. Um, <laughs> but it got nominated, and it's really cool. And, and I'm running that tonight, and I, uh, it's, I always have an amazing time running that, which is I, why I always run it like late at night because it's, it's a game of like really bad – it's a debauchery is what it is. <laughs> it's a fun RPG, though. Mike, you're in charge of the rest of the episode. I'm just stinking up the joint over here. <laughs> Jeez. All right. Well, thank you, Aloy. Yeah. Unless you have something, uh, anybody else want to ask a question? Nobody's nobody's asking any questions so far. I, I know it's okay. <laughs> That's okay. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Craig. Yes. Capers gained a backer in the last ten or fifteen minutes. <laughs> you want to check to see if they're in the room? <laughs> is anybody anybody in the room back the game while this has been going on? While it's been going right on? There, right over here on the right. Really? Come here, sir. <laughs> Freebie for you. Please be nice and don't just immediately unback. <laughs> oh, is that how that works? <laughs> yeah, Michael up his pledge a little bit for fifteen dollars. Does that count? Say, just changing the changing the pledge amount is enough. <laughs> no, no. You will get a copy of the stinking thing. Calm down. God. Again, you keep dangling it in my face. Okay. And it never pays off. <laughs> All right. Um. Thank we, you. We, <laughs> <laughs> Dave, is, Dave just joined just just came into the room and he's like whoa <laughs> oh did you just notice that <laughs> um let's see what else we got here anybody want to anybody want to jump on for trivia compete for some prizes you know 
Come on. But, well, besides you who already won. Anybody? 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 Come on up. We need one more person. Anybody? Anybody? How about the other Devo shirt? We could go Devo. We have two Devos? It's Mario Whip It. <laughs> All right. Come on, Aaron. <laughs> Hooray! Yay, contestants! doing nothing. He sits down. It's they amazing. were coordinating t-shirts. All right, we're going to start with an easy question. Okay, let's get names here first. You and the hat. I'm Sean. <laughs> You're Sean. Yes. Um, and you without the hat. Larry. Larry. <laughs> Is that Sean with an S-H or an E-A? Oh, good Lord. That doesn't matter. Wow. <laughs> it's, Sean with, it's Sean with a Q and a silent four. It's uh, with an O N. S Q four O N Sean. Got it. Wonderful. And Larry. Um, that's your name, right? Yes. It's Larry's a regular guest <laughs> on the show. <laughs> with, yeah. a, with a glottal stop at the end. Yes, Larry. <laughs> oh, are you uh, are you from uh, the Morningside Island or whatever in Australia? The yes. uh, the the that tribe that that the only right click now. language outside of Africa. <laughs> Okay. I just looked that up. My father was stationed there in the Air Force. So. Well, that explains it. <laughs> Air Force brat. The Air, Force. Air, Air Force. Okay. Um, or the Air Fort. Or the Air Fort. Which is where you eat your airy meat. Okay. <laughs> right? <laughs> sure. All back to, wow, like an hour and a half ago. All right. Um, like we did before, got to say your name first. You buzz in with your name. Got you it. buzz in with your name. You say your name, and then you get a chance to answer. You can... You can Buzz in with your name anytime during the question, but if you get it wrong, the other person gets the rest of the question. And if I, I buzz in with his name, right? No, no, you buzz no. in with your name, Larry. <laughs> Jeez, Larry. Sean. Fired. <laughs> Larry. Um, all right, here we go. Um, just a little, a little easy tidbit to throw out here. What planet is Spock from? Sean. Sean. Vulcan. Sean gets a point. Ha ha, Larry. <laughs> He's my friend, and I can say that. I'm slow. <laughs> That's fair. All right, question two. Which character in the X-Men series is the founder of the X-Men? Sean. Sean? Charles Xavier. What's he also known as? Professor X. Okay, you didn't need to know both of those, either one of them. <laughs> Judges. Oh, Charlie. Yeah, yeah. We're going we're gonna to do the Thank hardest you. question. We better do this one, because I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, uh, question three. Larry, you're in a hole. I know. You ready? Yeah. Remember your name? Yes, I remember my name. <laughs> okay. Done. <laughs> <laughs> question three. What newspaper does Clark Kent work for? Sean. Sean. Sean wins a game. Sean wins a game. (laughs) Come and choose a game, Sean. (laughs) Larry, don't go anywhere. You get the hard question. Darn it. Are you just trying to embarrass me now? (laughs) A little bit. All right. Hey, murders and acquisitions. All right. Good game. Here we go. I, I don't know if this is the hardest question on the entire list because there's another page. But this is one of the ones I was looking at, and it was like, that's unfair <laughs> if, you, if you haven't seen the show. Um, but we're going to give you a shot here like we did with the last time around. The, uh, the runner-up, you're not the loser yet. The runner-up. can up, answer this one question. can answer this one question. <laughs> you, you win a game. Who is Eric's maker on True Blood? I have never watched that show. <laughs> Anybody in the audience who knows Eric's <laughs> maker on True Blood? 
Anybody? Wow. Anybody? Wow. Nobody watches True Blood. Anybody? Throw a name out. Elizabeth. <laughs> just you. Just a random name, Elizabeth. Sean with a Q four and an O. <laughs> no, it was is not it, Elizabeth. Is it Craig? No, it's not Craig. Not Craig. <laughs> no. You want to keep guessing? We got time to go through all the names. How much time we got left in the podcast? <laughs> Timmer. Um, who thinks he should get a game what? anyway? No. <laughs> there we go. It's Godric, and you win a game anyway. Yay! Come up here and take something. <laughs> I want there the goes zombies. zombies. All right. It's got zombies on it. It's got zombies on it? It's, well, I guess, guess what? It's got zombies in it. <laughs> oh. There are three prizes left. There are. And, and both of them, two of, two of them are the coupons for multiple games. So if we, uh, we might have to figure out another way to give some of those away. We'll see. We'll, we've got a little bit of time yet here. People are hanging um, around. That's pro- cool. Programming question. Uh-oh. Are we allowed to go to record until 5 and then break down? Or do we have I to be out so. of here at 5? Yes, we can, we can okay. hang, in, hang in here till we've got like a half an hour if we want to go that long. But I think it's time to bring Dave That's on the mic. That's what she said. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hello, Dave. Hey, Dave. Hello, Dave. We... We gave away a copy of your game before you Already. got here. Oh, awesome. Yeah. Is the lucky winner still here? No. Nope. Okay. Who took it? Oh, Dick DeValchemy winner person took it and left. Yeah. Said, I got what I came for oh, and, yeah. and got out. Oh, awesome. I'm glad <laughs> um, I staged the podcast with my, with my simple board game. <laughs> Dave, who are, who are you? I'm Dave Lupo. I'm the designer of Addictive Alchemy uh, and other board games. Uh, uh, that one of them I just ran a tournament for earlier today. The game is called Yokai. It's about Japanese spirits and things like that. And uh, I don't know if there's anyone here that was in the tournament. Oh yes, and you were actually a winner. You had second place, second place in one of the tournaments. So yeah. So you were runner up, not loser. <laughs> well, we gave. Well, and we had uh, ten people, and I gave out I think six prizes. So I really. <laughs> Who are those poor four suckers? Well, I they had a good time though. They, they had, had they had a great time. They had a great time. They had they had the enjoyment of the game. Um, is 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 there something coming for Yokai? You yeah. don't have to set a date, but maybe you want to talk about it a little no, bit. No, yeah, absolutely. We're looking to put it up on Kickstarter later this year. I'm I'm at the point where I'm more beholden to other people's schedules, the printers and the video editors for the how to video and the Kickstarter video and things like that. Turns out good video editors are busy. So <laughs> it may take some time. Craig happens to know one of those that he might be able to uh, oh, no, throw yeah, your that... business towards. No, I do. The person who did my video, um, <laughs> um, I was talking to another person here who was like, you've got a person that does video editing for you for like just a little minute or two video. And I was like, well, I can talk to her. Um, so um, She's the reason that we know that the, uh, the trigger that they pull to fire the laser on the Death Star. Everybody knows that, right? The classic from the <laughs> New Hope, the big... That 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 handle. What is that? A uh, Apex thirteen twelve. Well, he made something up the like name. That? Oh, did he make the name he up? He made up the name. But we that named is... the episode that. <laughs> but that why is... am I just finding out about this now? That was like three years ago. <laughs> no, but that is like that's a piece of video yeah. editing equipment. That's part like of the board. They, 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 they tore that off on some <laughs> soundboard somewhere and put it on there because it looked right for what they wanted to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Actually, our second place winner is in sound. Do you did you recognize that little? Uh, do you know what it's called? No. Okay, so fair enough. <laughs> well, according according to the, uh, uh-huh. the wife of a uh, regular guest on the show, Jim, who is coincidentally my video editor, okay. <laughs> um, who works in sound and video production, um, yeah, that's like, when she, she's pointed that out to him, that that is like, oh, that's a piece of sound editing equipment. <laughs> um, so, you got a kickstart. It's a switcher from one camera to another. Oh, it's oh. a switcher from camera to a camera. 
Camera to camera. Okay, oh, okay so cool. there you go. More information. Wow. But it's not called, you know, like Jim whatever just made the, up the name L twelve thirteen or whatever the heck it was. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So. So let's let's plug what to? we're doing right after this one as well. We want to get people, the event we're doing after the podcast. Oh yeah, yeah. To, for those of you here, um, we went, we're going to wrap this up. And we're going to take a little break. Um, and Dave and I are going to be in the the private gaming room, the one up on the second floor. If anybody's been up there with the frosted glass. With the frosted glass. That's the one where Freedom Squad is happening right now when they wrap up and get out of there. And they've got a lot of minis and stuff to kind of clear out of the way. So we might be a little bit late in starting. Um, but Dave and I are running, um, what did we call it? The, it's an experimental the big, something. The big cooperative game design experiment, something like that. It's the, the idea is anybody who shows up there, we will sit down. And Dave and I, um, Dave being a board and card game person and me being an RPG person, between between the two of us, there's like a, like three quarters of a designer, um, <laughs> and we will sit down with whoever shows up there for that, and we will design a very simple game as a group. And then after the convention gets, we'll get people's email addresses and things. And after the convention wraps up, um, we'll one or both of us will work on kind of tidying it up and typing it up nice, and maybe putting a little bit of graphic flair to it. Nothing huge, but like make it nice, make a little PDF of the game that you helped make, and we'll get a copy to you. Um, I'll probably put it on my on, on the Nurburger Games website for free, so you'll get exposure. You know how that pays off for everybody, right? Getting paid in exposure. Oh, no, yeah. No, nobody's going to make any money off of it, but I thought it'd be neat like as, as an experiment. This is something that me and my friend Dave and a few people at the convention designed as a game. And, and it, it might be a board game. It might be a card game. It might be an RPG. might be something totally new. It might be new. both, all three. Yeah. And I'll put we'll it up on my newworldalchemy.com. Right. right. Totally we'll, not trying to slip a plug in. <laughs> yes, newworldalchemy.com, everybody, um, where you can uh, you can buy a copy of Addictive Alchemy. Addictive Alchemy, and uh, check out the previews of the newer games like Yokai, which reminds me, I have a new game that I'm working on. Um, I, I I probably should have announced it first on Nerdburger, but I, I announced it first on my podcast, Geek Taco. Um, <laughs> of course you did. But it, it's my first. This is a stupid running joke of Dave's. It's Nerd Burger, and he's got Geek Taco, which doesn't actually exist. He's a lot of talk. I, I don't know. Mike and I have been doing a show for the past 18 months. So. The f***? <laughs> <laughs> what? News to me. <laughs> but so, but no. In all, but in all seriousness, I'm I'm entering my foray in uh, RPG design as well. Um, yeah, it's it, it's real. Yeah, see, Geek Taco. It's not Geek Taco. It's a, it said Geek Taco it's a second Geek ago. Taco. Oh, well, it's a website. It's not his website. It, you don't know that. Oh, crap. <laughs> <laughs> it's right there. Okay, continue. So, oh, so anyway, so my first RPG is, um, it probably doesn't surprise anyone here, I love superheroes, um, and I love gangsters, so I've made a superhero RPG set in the 1920s and 30s. I am going 30s. to beat you ah! to death with your own shoes. It's called Coppers, <laughs> and so in Coppers... That's a really good game. That's a, na- that's a great name. I thought so. <laughs> no, but, no, seriously, I am actually working on a superhero RPG set in modern time, uh, but it's a two-player only, so it's a very experimental style game. Totally not competing with Craig's, and it'll probably be three or four years before it's out. So. <laughs> Good. Yeah. <laughs> but um, actually, yeah, there's there's a little, there's like a a little subset of RPG designers out there that maybe you guys don't necessarily know about that are designing like little games that are intended specifically for two people, mm-hmm. um, because that sometimes that's all you can get together to game, and you can play a lot of games as just two people, but 
you know, it's there's something a little special about a game that is designed specifically for two people. I want people out there to keep an eye out. I'm the the games the, the prototype name has been called Tension. It's probably going to get a different name. It's designed um, by Alex Roberts, who and she's going to be publishing it through Bully Pulpit Press. Oh, cool. Um, it, it everybody here, everybody here know Dread the game Dread that uses a instead of using dice you have a Jenga tower and it's it's all about. It's a horror game, and it's, you're, you're pulling pieces from the tower, and when the tower falls, bad things happen. So it becomes very much a, uh, um, like a tension-building kind of game, and you build the suspense of the horror story that you're telling. Well, she's designing a game that is specifically about forbidden love. Oh, cool. Called awesome. Tension, where the two, char- the two people are playing characters that are, they really want to, but they really shouldn't. But they really want to, but they really shouldn't. Um, and as you're going, you're pulling pieces out of the Jenga tower, and if that tower falls, then you probably do the thing you're not supposed to do. In the game, everybody. <laughs> in the game. I don't know all the specifics. I have not played it. But Alex is cool. She writes a lot of LARP stuff. She's big into LARP stuff, but she's doing this, this, this what I think is a really interesting little two-player game. There's, that reminds me of a board game that has a very strong role-playing undercurrent called Fog of Love. Are you familiar with this one? I am not. Fog of Love is amazing. It's a visual masterpiece and excellent components. Um, but the the idea of the game is you're recreating a rom-com, and it's two people playing across from each other. And so there's a whole character building through cards, and then you play out the story of the couple meeting, falling in love, dealing with the trials and tribulations that you would experience in a rom-com. And it's actually a delight to play. Okay, cool. Especially if people get into the role-playing. So what's the title of it again? Fog of Love. And it's not a, it's a it's about a romp and romantic comedy cuz you know you could have also named that when they gonna fuck. Oh, <laughs> cuz that's what most romantic comedies are kind of about, right? <laughs> but they they chose a better name. I think they chose a better name. <laughs> sorry everybody. <laughs> I really so I'm totally to, not sorry. I, I don't know how many people here are regular listeners of Nerd Burger, but I've talked about it a couple of times on the show how I always dread coming on the podcast. And, <laughs> Thanks. And then I show up and I have an amazing time. I'm like, why do I dread coming on the yeah, podcast? Yeah. You know, I always have a great time. Uh, and what I've realized is I was really excited to come on Nerd Burger today. And I, I know what it is. I know what the difference is. When Craig and Mike take all of their equipment and bring it to the building where I'm already at and set it up for me, I love being on the show. <laughs> Jeez. When we bring the podcast to you. Yeah, so. so, Mike, are we going to be taking the podcast to Dave's place? New. Every three months or so? Mm-mm. I don't know. That depends. How, how, how many exposure credits is Dave going to pay us? You're going to pay us an exposure? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, that's Dave. And unless you got something else up your sleeve. Not really. Cool, Dave. Thank you. There, thanks. Thanks, Dave. Everybody. Um, anybody in the people in the audience there who's got... Uh, and you guys got your like your gaming stuff with you, RPG people. Got your dice bags and all that kind of stuff with you. Anybody? Okay. Um, anybody got uh, a twenty-sided die? Anybody got a thirty-sided die? Nope, just twenty-siders. Two people with twenty-siders, come up here. Yes, please bring the <laughs> dice. <laughs> I had an idea for a scavenger hunt kind of thing where people could go out and find like you know f- go find some go find a thirty-sided die somewhere and bring it back. <laughs> But then I realized that would mean we were sending listeners out of the room. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they might not come back. Come on up here. Dice off. Find oh, and since find we... Find a D20. A D20, everybody, not a D12 like some we have the, people uh, the sometimes te- do. They grab the wrong... The technical guy came up here. It yes. is the ISI Grass Valley Switcher. 
That's the real name. Okay. For the thing from the Death Star. Jim made up Apex 1312. <laughs> he found it. Good job. Mike. No, we had that on our on our webpage. Oh, like we, we figured oh, that out we already. Figured it out afterwards. Like three years ago. Gotcha. Back in October of 2014. <laughs> <laughs> we were in the double digits back then. Uh, yeah, that was episode 80. <laughs> All right, dice, everybody. Um, do these dice uh, names, everybody? Names? What are your names? My name, my dice. No, no my name's Andy. <laughs> if you'd like to, you can name your die. <laughs> I'm Dan. Dan and Mike. Andy. 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 Dan and Ant. Dan and Andy, Andy and Dan. Um, do your dice, do those D20s roll high? Are they good? You have good, good luck with them? So no. So no? They don't roll <laughs> high very well? Okay, so we're going to go lowest die, lowest on the die. <laughs> That's awfully accommodating of you. Yeah, well, I want to give stuff away. It, it, there would be a winner no matter yeah. what. <laughs> <laughs> Admittedly, but I've done this before where we just, yeah. Everybody always wants to roll high. We're going to let them roll low this time. It's going like, to be like second edition uh, proficiency checks. <laughs> <laughs> or you got to roll low instead. Uh, yeah, give me your roll off there. Low, low, low die. Eleven. Thirteen and an eleven. Eleven. What do you want? We got it. We got a physical book, and we got like something that you got to work for to get some PDFs. If you're a PDF person, but keep in mind these two things here are multiple games. Not this. This book. It's good. Good. It's actually Aloy Lasanta who was here. At Third Eye Games. It's one of his um, earliest games. But then this is a bunch of. Um, Okay, physical copy, we're down to... Okay, guess what? You're getting some PDFs. <laughs> Pick one. Each of them is... Uh, one's three, three games and one's five products. Okay, Magpie stuff, which is what I won earlier today. There's another coupon for that one. <laughs> um, that one is going to require getting some information. Okay. Um, Did you just re-gift a coupon that you won? No, no, I have my coupon <laughs> in my bag. Oh, oh, <laughs> No, there okay. were two copies of it, but I happened to win one. Um in the RPG room earlier where they had everybody dicing off. Because you um, can get away with that, just not, a, you oh know, yeah, if it happens I, I was, on the internet. I wrangled, no, no, I wrangled, <laughs> I wrangled the prizes. I was the one who was call, cold emailing people seeing if they wanted to donate no, prizes to Anocon. Not everything made it here. There's, there's games at home. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. There's no games at home. I brought everything in, I gave everything, handed it all off to Ando. Um, but I did manage to win something, so that's, hey, for my efforts, I guess, for, for spending hours and hours sending emails and corresponding and getting stuff shipped to us. And, so you're saying um, our listeners got the leftovers? No, no, no. I got. Sounds like that's what you're saying. <laughs> what is your problem with me today? <laughs> um, but that one, because it's a PDF thing, it needs um, you to get some information to some sort of prize coordinator. I'm not sure who that is, so um, hang out. Are you hanging around to the end of this? Yes. Yes, you are. So um, we'll talk and we'll go see if we can find somebody or I can help you take care of it or we'll figure out who needs to, who you need to talk to. Sounds good. Okay, everybody, thank, thank you. you. Thank you. We got one thing left. I was just derailing you because that's, I understand. I understand. that's you my are, move. You are a derailer. Um, programming Here, question? Here, Mike. I have a gift for you. Look at that. Oh, wow. Thank you. <laughs> it's a copy of the stupid game you've been bitching about through the whole episode. <laughs> Awesome. Go ahead, complain about it. No, I'm distracted now. Go ahead and finish the show. <laughs> no, um, um, quite a programming question. Sure. Do we want to tell them what we're doing tonight? Um, that's kind of up to you. Do you want to? Do we want to have rotating guests come into that thing? Okay, sure. Um, at well, the <laughs> follow-up question: Do we want to save that last prize for that? 
Oh, we could. Sure, let's hang on to that for tonight and see if anybody shows up. Okay, <laughs> And if Go they ahead. don't, we'll give it back to the prize people and they'll give it out tomorrow. Um, Derek is not av- available for our thing tonight, so we could potentially take somebody for that too. If anybody looked at the schedule, you saw there's um, a game called Die Laughing that's running from 10 to midnight tonight. Um, that is a GM-less horror comedy game. We've got a bunch of people signed up for it, and I'm going to be there. And it's um, and we had a couple of people who are interested in playing who um, are on the quote-unquote wait list. And I realized that if we got like another person or two, we could just go ahead and run two tables of it rather than one big table. Um, so if anybody wants to come to that, it's 10 to 12. Um, we'll go ahead and add people in if we can make it split into two tables. And where is it? Um, it's going to be in the private gaming room, the big, you know, the one on the second floor with the frosty windows at the top of the stairs. Um, we're going to do that, and then whenever that wraps up, if around we, midnight-ish. Well, it might be a little early if we have two, if we have two small tables. Those will go quicker. Those, those games will go faster because the the number of players determines how long the game runs. Um, so start looking at like you know eleven thirty. If anybody wants to pop by, we're going to have all this equipment set up there for eleven thirty, and Mike and I are going to be tipsy. And we're going to record Nerdburger after dark. <laughs> and we're not going to bleep a damn thing. Nope. <laughs> um, and maybe we'll give this thing away. Um, so if anybody wants to stop by, you can just poke your head in there and maybe we'll, we'll have people w- doubled up on the mics and we're just going to talk about whatever we decide to talk about. Uh, this is something, Nerdburger after dark is something Mike and I have been threatening to do for four and a half years. <laughs> and you brought it up, what, Tuesday? This what? week, <laughs> was know, it that was it that long ago? <laughs> it's like as long as we're hey, gonna have wait all the a minute. equipment here, we're gonna be at the hotel and we can just drink and, and go to not driving anywhere. We got a room and and the equipment <laughs> and yeah. And you named your thing "Die Laughing After Dark," That's and you true. still didn't think of it. I'm I'm stupid. I'm I'm a terrible podcast partner. <laughs> no, you're you should not. really start doing Geek Taco next week. With we the, made it to we made it to the five years. We're good. We're done. Sure. We're going to quit, and I'll move on to Geek Taco. Yeah, you don't like me anyway. <laughs> um, no, it's the other way around. I don't like you. Oh, it's that's the other way. Right. Okay, so anyway. Well, I think it, it's what? both of those things, isn't it? <laughs> it might be. Um, but thank you. Ever, I think that's Oh, wait, wait, wait. Do we have something else we're doing here? We have 10 more minutes. Larry, you want to come up here? Regular, regular guest Larry. Come on. Well, Larry's on the show every three months or so, one of our <laughs> rotating regular guests. Can we, do we have the theme song? You want to sing it, Mike? Larry's uh, theme song? I, do I have Larry's theme song? <laughs> no, it's just just sing it yourself. Wait a minute. No, I don't. It's the okay. Theme. And a one, and a two, and a three. Hello, Larry. <laughs> Hello, Larry. It's the, th- <laughs> <laughs> it's the theme song from a short-lived sitcom from the early eighties. <laughs> that was was that McLean Stevenson's McLean uh, thing after post, Mash? Post yes. <laughs> when he tried to do something else. I'm gonna quit Mash and go have a career. No, you're not. <laughs> um, Larry, what, yes. what have you been doing at the con? Let's let's. Uh, not much yet. Uh, I got here last night and hung out with you guys for a little while, and then you went to the VIG thing, and I went home. <laughs> and then I came in today, and we had lunch. It was we hung around, <laughs> hung around with us again, and then you came to the podcast, and yeah. now you're going to go home. I haven't did much anything yet. No, you're gonna, he's going to hang around. Larry's going to be there for die laughing tonight. Yes. So if anybody and I helped Mike set up some stuff here. Thank you. Cool. Cool. And I don't have to. That's great. Uh, I want to send you a donation. I was going to mention that earlier. I'm sitting here and I get like a donation. He he pressed the PayPal button. He did not. He did too. How much did he send? How much did you send? Two dollars and sixty cents. Aw, thank you. In honor of your five year anniversary. That is that is that so sweet of you, Larry. And if anyone else wants to donate two hundred and sixty dollars <laughs> or amounts higher than that, a, a that penny, sound a like two hundred and sixty. If you want to donate a Feel penny free. per episode, you can go to the button and give us. Two dollars and sixty cents. 
That's really sad. That is really begging. You, you don't even have to send me my half. Uh. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm fine with that. Extra dollar thirty keep, for Craig. Keep that sweet two sixty all for myself. Um, but you're gonna be hanging around for a little while too. I will be. Yes. Cool. Larry, do you do uh, want to help us answer a Kevin question? Oh, we've got Kevin sure. questions. Yeah, we never really got Kevin questions. Are always great. We're gonna do lightning round Kevin question. Are we gonna do that one, or are we gonna do the? Well, that was what I was. Them help that was what two. I was gonna ask. So we have we can we have three. Let's save that, that have built let's up. Do, let's do the quick lightning round ones. We'll you want to do the lightning? You printed them out because oh, okay, Kevin wonderful. took the Kevin took the time to write these. Kevin is a listener of ours who likes to use us as Google. Which is to say he doesn't want to look up anything, so he just, he just checks in with us and has, has us answer questions for him. So we've got a few from him. We're going to do this a little li- lightning round style. We'll start. We won't all chime in. We'll just go down the line. Okay. Okay, so Larry first. First question. Well, when do they get the answer? Um, does somebody else want to come up here and answer a question? <laughs> <laughs> we got another chair. You can sit next to Larry. Answer. Everybody's like, no, I just want to shout listen. out your answer. I just want to listen <laughs> They to can just shout it, shout it out. Just shout it a good out. One. Okay, Larry. Uh, Steve, okay. Harvey, Steve Harvey is everywhere. Who signed off on this? <laughs> Satan. Satan. <laughs> Steve Harvey made a deal with Satan. Okay, yes. for me, is is there some cost to using turn signals that I'm unaware of? All cars have them, right? Why doesn't everyone use them? That is like really terrible, like stand up stand up comedy <laughs> fair, like a really bad stand up comedy. What do you, what sir? Fear of commitment. Fear of commitment. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> From the audience, Kevin. Fear of commitment. <laughs> they don't want to commit to to left or right. <laughs> That's a good answer. I like that. Uh, Mike, in Chicago, bikes don't stop for stop signs. Cars do. <laughs> when I'm riding my motorcycle, does this mean I can treat them as yield signs? Okay, so is he is he say, when he says bikes, does he mean motorcycles or does he mean bicycles? I think he I think he means bicycles. Bikes don't bicycles stop for don't stop, stop for stop signs. Cars do, but so when he's on his motorcycle, since it's halfway between, because it's in he, between, right? Right. Okay. Um, yes. <laughs> yield sign. Okay. Um, please. Um, Rachel, um, Kevin's wife, please let us know where we can send the flowers to which hospital. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Or the bail money. (laughs) Very good, sir. (laughs) Um, Yeah, because they, you know, what what do they say about motorcycles? It's not a question of if you're going to uh, put her on the road. It's a question of when. (laughs) Um, Back to Larry. What's what's with people charging their cell phones at the airport at 6 a.m.? How can the battery be that low? (laughs) Didn't they charge overnight? (laughs) Didn't they know they would be flying today? Maybe they spent the night in the airport. There you go. Yeah, you know. Some people. Or they're just idiots. (laughs) (laughs) Number five for me. (laughs) Every Good Lord, because I've read all these before. And I did not prepare answers, really. Um, every order of crab rangoon at every restaurant is six pieces. <laughs> never five, never seven. How did six become the magic number of delicious deep-fried cream cheese? Mm. <laughs> um, I'm going to be racially insensitive and assume that there's like some sort of sig- a, a spiritual significance to the number of six that I don't know about in uh, Chinese cuisine. Oh, we got another one from the audience. Oh, wait. The word for four in Chinese rhymes with death. So why didn't they just do five? Right. So four crab rangoons. Would yeah, be. that was, so the next that was one, my the answer. The next one up split that's splittable between two people. So you can split six between two people evenly. And who, who and the heck not, only wants the two? Number. No. Yeah. And you don't want eight because everybody, the two people get hey, four. Hey, wow. That's... You read that on the internet, didn't you? No one would order. Just nor- made it up. <laughs> Nice. No one, right. would, no one would order, would order death crab rangoons, I don't 
I would I mean, like. That was on I the would menu. like an order of four death. Can I get food. death crab rangoons, please? <laughs> um, Mike, uh, the place I get my pad thai from. This is a theme. Doesn't yeah? He's got a food <laughs> thing going on. Doesn't remove the tails from the shrimp. Is this standard? Are they lazy? Should I be eating the tails? Uh, in my experience, yes, that is standard. Uh, yes, they are lazy, and no, you should not be eating the tails. <laughs> Larry. McDonald's brought the world all day breakfast. Are they going to bring us all morning lunch? <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes I want a burger and fries for breakfast. It's the best hangover cure. Do you have any pull with McDonald's? Can you get that to happen? I have no pull with McDonald's. Uh, I don't think they're going to bring uh, all day lunch, but they will bring I would love that. Like a cheeseburger at 7 in the death. morning? I'd be down with that. <laughs> are, are, are you... Are you saying you can't order regular food off the regular menu in the morning? No, you can't. No, not until 10.30 or 11 or whatever. Do depends, you on, depends on what time they flip. Yeah, because they've, they've put that away. It's away. Where's, where's the burger fix and stuff? It's away. No, it's in the freezer right there. I'm, I'm ripping off a comedian. Is that for that real? You can't get a burger and fries at yeah. 9 o'clock in the morning? Yeah, have you never? for real. Have you, have you never been up before 10 o'clock? <laughs> That's funny because I get up at <laughs> like four forty-five every day. But you don't go to McDonald's right away, huh? No, I, I never go to McDonald's. <laughs> okay. um, and at this one, I think we can open up to everybody. Everybody gets one answer, and we'll we'll hit the panel here first, and then we'll see if anybody has something to offer. He gives suggestions, but we don't have to stick with the suggestions. What is the worst ending to a TV series ever? His uh, suggestions are Lost, How I Met Your Mother, Roseanne, or Dexter. Um, Larry. I, I, will, I will say very quickly, um, you're not going to get me to say Lost or How I Met Your Mother because I like both of the endings of that, and I will fight anybody who has a problem with them. Um, and I will tell you exactly why they are great endings to the shows. <laughs> Do we but, have time for that? <laughs> no, no, we're not going to have a fight. <laughs> you'll, you'll address that later tonight yes, we'll at Nurburger After Dark. Okay. Um, I pass. Bad ending. What? You pass bad endings. Larry. Well, I'm, th- I'm going to think. Okay, give him some time. I got any time. Uh, Mike, what's your... Oh, I didn't realize you were going to open this up to, yeah, to stuff that was yeah. not on Kevin's list. Well, you can pick one on the list. That's cool. Oh, that's easy. Dexter. Dexter's terrible. Anybody, I mean... It, anybody it, else? It, it, show of hands, Dexter. Yeah, we got a couple people. Here. And yeah. it's even worse because the show was so good at its peak, and it fell so far <laughs> to, to that last season. Anybody else in the audience have a... a <laughs> TV series ending that they thought was just ridiculously terrible. Offer it up. A lot of people hated the Sopranos thing, right? The very, the very end with the. Everybody knows what happened in the Sopranos, right? Even if you didn't watch the show. Okay, we're not going to spoil anything. (laughs) Yeah. Alias was bad. I never watched the show. Alias was bad. Okay, everybody, go watch all of Alias and tell me whether it was really bad or not. What was what was the one here in the middle? Firefly, <laughs> where oh Firefly with the show where they they or they or they aired everything out of order and didn't yeah. promote it correctly and then just kind of pulled the plug with two episodes left unaired and then they did a movie to kind of wrap it up that one yeah <laughs> um I'm gonna go with Hello Larry Hello Larry <laughs> did it have a proper ending I have no idea <laughs> well if anybody knows I'm, it I'm should there, be I'm, you on, on the list on the list I'm there with you on Dexter Dexter was so terrible oh and I loved the the early part of that show. Um, and the the Roseanne ending, they're just ignoring, so well, that yeah, they they're, can they're so that they can that. bring it back. Yeah, um, yeah. I'm I'm still not a fan of the ending of Saint Elsewhere. Oh, it was um, it was all in the little kid's head. Everything was in somebody was in a little kid's head. No, 
you know. Oh, you meet you and me gonna fight. <laughs> I think that's about it, everybody. Do we have anything else? What? Uh oh, you gotta fight both of them. One at a time, right? I don't know. That's up to them. Shit. Crap. <laughs> I'm not refereeing. All right, I'll go get the Jello. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Um, thank you to everybody, to the guests who have had to leave. Thank you for being here. Thank you to the audience for showing up. Everybody. Yes, thank you. Those of you, especially those of you who stuck it out for the whole thing. Um, don't forget, uh, 6 to 8 tonight, uh, you can come design a game with me and Dave. Eight, uh, 10 to 12, you can come and play a horror comedy game where everybody dies. Um, and maybe hang around and uh, talk on, uh, on uh, a little thing that we're going to record later. Wall tipsy. <laughs> hopefully it'll all go well um mike where can they find us it's either gonna go okay, okay. or horribly wrong you want to be there for that <laughs> in case it goes horribly wrong <laughs> what was the question where, where can, can, they, find where can us? they find us they can find us at nerdburgershow.com at nerdburgershow on the twitters i am at nerdburger mike he is at nerdburger craig yep. on the twitters individually Correct. and uh, you can go to uh, dry, uh, nerdburgergames.com for all stuff about the games that I'm designing. You can go to drivethroughrpg.com to purchase Murders and Acquisitions, eventually also Capers, but the best way to get Capers right now is to go back to Kickstarter, which is running through uh, into the early part of April. Um, it's rocking and rolling right now. Do we have a number on the Kickstarter? Well, uh, which which number do you want? The, the total, the numbers, the, the dollar amount. 4380 so we're we're rolling along. That's like a couple hundred bucks since I got up this morning, or since like I went to bed last night. Um, everything's rocking and rolling. Thank you everybody for showing up for Andocon. Go play games and have fun. Maybe we'll see you a little later. I think that's it, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if we do that. I don't think on these uh, the outro thing. Thanks, guys. Because you didn't write one. Join us next time on Nerdburger when we all get horribly drunk. <laughs> and then you can listen to it six months from now. <laughs>